welcome back to another episode of the Iron Pulse Podcast. Today, Kyle and I are going to be giving our take on bulking versus cutting, what they are, best time to basically do them in our opinion, and you know where to start. So once again, this is mine and Kyle's opinion based on experience, based on what we know, what we've learned, in no way, shape, or form are we telling you to you know, lose weight to an unhealthy degree or gain weight to an unhealthy degree. So yep, we aren't experts. We, we, we are not experts, but we do have some valuable information and insight into both. Um, just because, you know, we've gone through, well, Kyle's gone through more cutting, um, to a, a worse level than I have. I still haven't figured out the bulking part. <laughs> but yes, while he struggles with drinking milk and bulking, that seems to be more <laughs> my my area. But that said, we can kind of get into it. We can start a little bit with what they are. So Kyle, would you like to basically explain what cutting is? Yeah, so I guess uh, just kind of like a pretty simple definition is it's whenever you're going to restrict your calories to where you're exerting more calories than you're consuming. So you're then losing weight. So if you're, you know, if you're maintenance calories to maintain a, um, like maintain your weight, not gain or lose weight is, I don't know, 2,400 calories, then you would be looking to either eat 2,400 calories and do cardio to lose that three to 400 calories per day. So you're at a consistent deficit, um, or you could decrease the amount of food you're eating, but you don't really want to do that for extended periods of time. Right. So in terms of cutting versus dieting, because that might be like a question that somebody has, they basically go hand in hand. However, when you talk about cutting people really, they um, they think of it more with like a decrease in muscle for like resistance training. So like a decrease in their performance, right? So like if, if dieting and cutting were the same thing, then, you know, there obviously wouldn't be two terms for it, but you know, dieting is more so like what the, the normal person does as for cutting. It's more of like what athletes would like bodybuilders and people training in the gym do in order to like prep for a show. I guess that's, that's to my knowledge, that's the best way that I would put it. When, while you are dieting in a cut, like Kyle was saying, people really use cutting to decrease um, their weight while trying to keep their resistance training at you know a solid level so that they can you know look good for a show. That's usually what they're prepping for. Yeah, usually, usually if you're cutting, you're also dieting at the same time. Right. Yeah. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about bulking. So bulking is when you have that caloric surplus and you're doing this so that you can gain weight. In turn, you can gain muscle and improve your resistance training, right? You want to get stronger for lack of better terms. However, this does lead to a potential for greater fat gain. And this is just because when you put weight on, you're going to put fat on. Nobody, you know, nobody puts weight on and, and it's a hundred percent muscle that just doesn't happen. So you're going to have fat. And that's why like a lot of people are nervous when it comes to bulking. Everybody wants to get stronger. Everybody wants to look bigger, but they don't want to look thicker and fatter and they, they don't want it to be associated with fat at all. But unfortunately, you know, when you do put weight on, you do put fat on. 
Kyle, when it comes to your bulking technique, <laughs> would you like to share with the rest of the class? Yeah, it's good. Um, we talked about it in Charlie's episode, actually, um, in the podcast we did, but I've just never been that good of a an eater. I've got eyes a lot bigger than my stomach. And I guess as a, as a tip to people, if you're a hard gainer, I guess, which I don't even really like using the term hard gainer because you kind of at some point just have to suck it up and eat food regardless of how much you think you can or can't eat. Like if you're going to try to gain weight and you're in a surplus, you just pretty much have to force feed yourself. But sometimes it's hard to do for um, people like myself. But I thought if I got like I heard this this weird bulking hack from some ex NFL player where he had like a get like two gallons of milk that he would drink. Um, I think it was like two gallons of milk every four days or something like that. So he would drink them with uh, protein shakes and it'd be like eight ounces of milk with like protein powder, peanut butter, honey, a packet of oatmeal. It was like this really weird combination of things, but it was a bunch of calories. It was relatively healthy and it would just be something you could drink at the end of the day to help put extra calories into your body that you didn't consume through actual foods. And I did it one time and then both gallons of milk just spoiled because I never did it again. But <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's just harder for some people like myself to eat a bunch of food at one time, which I've just never been good at. It's definitely one of those things that's all mental and you have to just force feed yourself at some point. Um, but at the same time, you also want to make sure that your, your um, exercise is on point because you don't want to be trying to be in a surplus of calories when you're when you're not doing any type of you know physical activity because that would just lead you to being out of shape and um it's not really the proper way to quote unquote bulk i guess you would say it's a good thing that you're not lactose intolerant because that would that would have sucked yeah i know that you <laughs> probably still would have tried milk because I, I like people still drink milk even if they're lactose intolerant or they'll still eat ice cream or whatever the case is and yeah, that would not be good. Even though they ended up going to waste, but right, that's, yeah. yeah, that's that's funny, dude. <laughs> but when it comes to bulking, right? So let's talk about how you get there. So you need to have an understanding of what your maintenance calories are. Okay, so this is just like the number of calories that you need to maintain your weight, not fluctuate. Like you know, you're not cutting. You're not you know, so you're not losing weight. You're not gaining weight. This is basically one to one. This is what you need in order to stay where you're at. So usually the rule of thumb for a lot of people is that you would then increase your calories by anywhere from like 200 to 500 for your daily intake. Now, we don't recommend starting with 500 and it's the same thing with losing weight. So you'll find your maintenance if you're cutting and then you'll you know start subtracting anywhere from 200 to 500. But don't start subtracting 500 right out of the gate just because you want to lose weight really quickly. While that may be a, like a short-term factor in the long term you're going to lose the game because you're going to get down to a significantly low caloric intake and that's just because your body's going to adjust to it and then you're um, you're going to plateau a lot quicker you're not going to be seeing the results you want then you're going to get frustrated and then you're more likely to rebound and to binge on certain things that you really shouldn't be binging on but in terms of bulking, right? So you're going to add anywhere from 200 to 500. So if you were starting bulking today, we'd probably recommend you starting with 200 and then seeing if your body weight is gaining um, as you step on the scale and look at your week to week average. And then, you know, a couple of weeks move by, maybe you gradually increase to 300 
and then again to 400 and then the 500 or you make adjustments based on what you're seeing on like the scale and in the pictures. And if your resistance training is increasing in the gym and you're putting on more weight, you're putting on more muscle, um, you're able to lift more. There's a lot of factors that you should look at when, in terms of seeing whether or not the calories are where they should be. So for example, if the scale isn't changing yet, you're getting stronger in the gym and you're putting up more weight um, you have an increase in energy. That means that, you know, your calories are probably at a very good place. It, you know, just because the scale isn't moving doesn't mean that you're not making progress in the right direction. And that's the same thing with cutting. Okay. You could, you know, maybe the scale is not moved for a few days, but you're, you know, you're still strong in the gym. Progress pictures look better than ever. You can see changes still being made. Uh, you know, from week to week. And that's just because maybe the muscle is replacing some of the fat that you're burning off and the fat that you're losing, or maybe you didn't have as much sodium one day as you did the next, or your water intake was a little off. It's, it's weird just because like when you go to weigh yourself and when you go, you know, you step on the scale and you talk about uh, sodium intake, you talk about water intake, you talk about sleep, like all these factors, they can affect you what the scale reads. And people, they don't necessarily understand that because it's not like a common sense thing. Like, you know, if you if you weigh two more pounds one day than you did the next, nobody's going to all of a sudden think about, oh, that's because I used an extra two tablespoons of hot sauce, you know, like, and there's sodium in there. Nobody thinks that, but it's, it is very true. Um, Kyle, like when you were cutting did you use a lot of hot sauce? Did you use a lot of salt? Like what, what did you use? Uh, when it, like, what was your diet like? Um, I kept it all extremely clean. So once it got down to a certain point, I mean, it was pretty much just your raw, not raw, but plain chicken rice, like for breakfast, I'd have eggs and some rice cakes or something. And then if I used a condiment, it'd be like mustard or hot sauce because those are zero calorie. I didn't I was I watched a lot of videos on like uh, sodium intake and actually Christian uh, Guzman that we we don't talk about him all the time, but Cam and I both know him. I'm sure a lot of people know him. Um, he, he made a lot of fitness videos in the past. And whenever he would talk about sodium uh, from his experience, he was like, you know, there's a lot of bodybuilders that are a lot bigger that are on those enhanced substances like steroids and stuff where they have to monitor their sodium intake and make sure that it's at like certain levels just because of what they're putting into their bodies that isn't really natural. And he was saying just from his experience, like you don't have to actually monitor that type of stuff. Like your body will excrete whatever it doesn't need to use um, out of your urine in terms of sodium. So I didn't really adjust or remove any type of salt like if I wanted salt on something I would just put it on there um, the only thing I would try to stay away from are like the the higher calorie um, condiments that you know might be in some type of like uh, mayonnaise sauces like a chipotle mayo or something like that um, just sticking it simple with mustard I had a lot of mustard and eggs that was my that was my go-to that sounds <laughs> That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then again, like I, like I mentioned, like I, I probably wasn't at the stage to actually do a show. It was just cause you know, one of my buddies was doing one and I always kind of wanted to do one. So I thought might as well. It was a good experience. Like I would never 
try to stray someone away from not doing it. But the only thing I'll say is, yeah, you definitely want to make sure you have five to seven years of actual like knowing what you're doing type of lifting experience in a caloric surplus before you try to do something like that. Because I, I only had like maybe one or two years of like actually knowing what I was doing in the gym and I was getting my nutrition on point and everything. I decided to do a show. So I didn't look the best at all. I was pretty shredded, but I didn't look the way I would, would have wanted to or expected to look like I definitely needed another 10 to 15 pounds on my frame. Just, you know, that I could have benefited from if I decided to keep being in a surplus and like actually trying to gain weight as opposed to doing a show. But overall, I mean, it's still a good experience. Yeah. And I think too, when it comes to the eating side of things, the food doesn't change, right? So like you, whether you're bulking or you're cutting, you don't have to change your food. So you're still going to be eating lean proteins, healthy fats, high quality carbs, fruits, vegetables. Um, you're still going to be drinking water. Like it doesn't have to change. You're just consuming either more of it or less of it. And you know, to Kyle's point that he was saying earlier is sometimes when you're bulking, depending on where you're at and how serious you are about it, like you'll get to a point where you might have to like either force feed yourself or eat higher dense caloric foods, whether it's, you know, pizza, pasta, um, you know, rice can be very, uh, very high. Oats can be very high in terms of carbs, cereal. Like there are certain food items out there that are very high, highly dense um, when it comes to carbs. And that will help fill your macros pretty quickly. And when you're cutting, you're going to want to, you know, eat like more fruits, more vegetables, Um, vegetables for like greens, for example, like spinach, kale, you know, they are good volume fillers. They're volume fillers, right? Like you can eat literally, you'll go to the store, see, uh, you know, like mixed greens in a huge plastic container. There's probably 12 grams of carbs in that whole container. And you're yeah. not going to sit down and eat that whole thing in one sitting. You know, you can try. Um, but it, you know, it, it's it, to Kyle's point, like it is very, it's filling, right? Because it's, there's a lot of volume there. So you're going to be eating it for a longer duration than you would if you were just snacking on a bowl of cereal or, you know, two pieces of pizza, right? Yeah. But to my point is that the foods don't have to change. So like if you're bulking, you're just going to eat 200 to 500 uh, calories more. You'll start there. If you're cutting 200 to 500 calories less, and obviously like, if you listen to our macro episode, we talk a lot more about what the macros mean in this case, because it's very important to understand what your macros are off of your maintenance. So, you know, that being said, identify what you need to do. So like to Kyle's point, like he said that he should have bulked up a little bit more before he just started cutting right away to add more muscle because um, he was ready for his show a few months out. Now, if you're skinny, if you're like super skinny, then it's probably in your best interest to put weight on, put muscle on first, get to like a healthier level because you you can't, you can't like emaciate yourself to the point of, you know, um, I guess to a really unhealthy level where you could need help from, you know, like a hospital or a doctor or something like that. You don't want to do that. Right. Now, that being said, there is such a thing as skinny fat. Okay. So you got to understand like where you're at. If you like drink a lot, obviously like alcohol has provides no 
it provides no uh, nutritional value. So you might need to cut back on that if you're serious about you know getting healthier. Um, if you're a little bit bigger, if you have like 30, well, I would say 25 to anywhere above that percent body fat, then it's important for you to start like losing weight first because you don't want to you don't want to bulk up on top of that. Okay, you, like, and I made this example before in a different episode. Like, you wouldn't build a house on a swamp-like foundation, right? You need a solid foundation to build on. So you don't want to build all this muscle on these underlying layers of fat. You need to control your layers of fat first um, before you really start building um, muscle on top of that. So like when when like bigger people start training, they'll start with a lower level of protein. And this is because protein is like the basic building block, the major building block for muscle. Okay, but then like super skinny, super active people, they'll start with like a higher amount of protein. So more than probably the same or more than one gram per pound of body weight, um, just because they need to put you know more muscle on, they need to put more weight on. So that being said, like you need to first understand like where you're at and you need to be honest with yourself too, because you can't be like 25% body fat and then say, yeah, like I'm super skinny. I'm going to just, you know, start bulking from there. Like that's not being honest with yourself. You need to take a step back and, you know, move yourself in a healthier direction. So Kyle, did you have anything else that you wanted to mention when it came to cutting or bulking? Um, I don't think so. I, I just agree with what you said. Like definitely give yourself an honest evaluation. If you're someone who's just predominantly skinny most of your life, then maybe it's in your best interest to try to put on that 15, 20 pounds that you've never had before and see where that takes you prior to going into a cut. And then on the other end too, if you're someone who's been more of a, you know, a bigger individual majority of your life, or maybe they are at this current point in time, try restricting the calories or try eating a cleaner diet and see how that kind of affects your level before you decide to either cut or bulk either end of the spectrum. Definitely, you know, I would say try to just give yourself like a good couple months of a solid nutritional diet. I think that's probably a good way to start if you're unsure of what you should or shouldn't do. That way you can see how your body reacts. If you start eating really clean and you start losing weight because maybe you're a bigger individual, maybe you don't have to do it a full out cut, but it's just more of like, you know, keeping your nutrition on point. And then on the other end, if you find out that you have a consistent diet and you're eating 2,600 uh, calories per day or something like that, and you're gaining weight day after day, then, you know, that should probably be a sign that maybe you need to do a little bit more bulking before you try to do some type of cut. Yeah, I know. I would agree with that. Just don't bulk or cut starting with 500 calories of each. Okay. You don't want to start yeah, going that's like a, all in on that, right? You want to incrementally increase or decrease your calories. Don't just jump to cutting a thousand calories or adding a thousand calories. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually, a mistake I made real quick just before we ended it. Whenever I started cutting, I started um, actually decreasing my food, my caloric intake, as opposed to adding cardio on as like a, you know, a way to, for me to lose weight. It got so bad to the point where I was, I really wasn't eating too much and it definitely wasn't healthy. And I was doing like hours of cardio each day. So you definitely want to, I guess to, to sum that point up, don't decrease your calories until it's the last absolute option for you to try to lose some weight. Like if you're doing, 
I don't know, slowly increase your cardio and see how that affects your your weight as opposed to just immediately dropping food because food is definitely your friend in a cut and it's not, you know, something that's going to get you to your end goal any quicker just by cutting food out. Yeah, no, dude, in a healthy sure. way. For sure. If you like the Interfound value in our show, please feel free to share it with your friends. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope that, you know, if you're on the bulking or the cutting side of things, we hope that you got some value from this. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Pinterest at Official Iron Pulse. If you prefer the Iron Pulse report, you can subscribe at shopironpulse.com. And remember, no matter what you do, be all in. Oh, 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 oh,